Hashtag she celebrates she. Saving Stories with Purva Grover presents a podcast that stares away from male bashing and feminism and simply celebrates what it means to be a woman. For amongst the many things that author Purva Grover doesn't understand, most are feminine. Each episode features conversations with a she who shares her story of ambition and anxiety, love and loss, strength and weakness, bad hair days and failures at work too. Join us as we figure out what's crucial, love, laundry or lessons, as we are asked to explain our secrets of work versus family balance, as we are fed articles on how to step up the career ladder as fast as men and yet raise perfect kids, as we look for solutions for smart school, mastering how to apply BB creams and concealers. Well, we speak of unwanted advice as we offer some too. We sigh, smile and scorn too. We observe, absorb, judge and compare. We own our space. Rashmi Kotriwala is the founder, mentor of Enact, an institute that caters to everything around theater and spoken word events. She is a director, producer, actor, writer and teacher of drama. She recently published her poetry book in Hindi called Khayalo Ke Darmiyan. Call me a theaterpreneur um because I do everything related to uh the stage. I produce, I direct, I act, I write. And um, well, at one point in time, I used to dance as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and now I teach theater. So that's my background. I started doing theater, I think, about nearly nearly 40 years ago. Um, of course, sporadically. But for the last um, 12 years or so, that is what I have given my entire self to. Um, yeah, so that's where we are at at the moment. Yeah, so I know you said you started doing theater 40 years ago. So whoever is listening to us, Rashmi is not that old. She just knew. <laughs> she started it really young and she was on the stage really young when she was. Yes. There. So yeah, that I was 10, uh, 10 11 years old, I think. <laughs> Yeah, and the most beautiful thing about your journey, I think, has been because I've seen you on stage and I've seen you off stage and I've seen you behind the stage as well. So you have literally covered the stage from 360 degrees and now you become an educator and you're teaching kids. So one very important question, because your life has always involved, you know, revolved around arts. So do you think you chose to be an artist or do you think arts chose you? So I think... I was just born like this. It is part of a very big part of my personality and me in you know at at my core. Um even as a very young kid I remember all the time dancing, drawing and you know I mean I was like that showpiece in the house who who, who just go you know who who would be just uh, switched on and say okay dance or sing or you know act or whatever yeah. so yeah. Uh, that was me and i used to actually give solo performances for singular audience <laughs> <How sweet. laughs> yeah so yeah so, art so yeah, I, I think yeah. it was just um sorry i was i sorry to interrupt but i think i was just born to be like this um i don't know don't know any other way yeah that's the only life you know mm. 
right okay so you know it being an artist is a very very tough and it's a very lonely existence also and it involves a whole lot of struggle and while the world thinks that it's really a fancy job and it's actually not a fancy job which is what a lot of us have come to realize now and it involves a lot of anxiety like like i said a lot of struggle a lot of hard work and then there is this whole uh, pressure from the modern society that we have to uh, do things for the exposure and mm. we, as artists we are constantly fighting this so i want to know what is the one thing that you are tired as an artist as someone who's been involved in the world of theater for so long what is the one statement or one question or one comment or one remark that people often make because they do not understand the world of arts because they've never been a part of it so what's that one statement yeah do can you sustain yourself on this why right. do you put in so much if right. if if it doesn't right. pay your bills uh, then it's not worth it so similar right. such in various words but um yeah i mean you you put in so much but what does it give you in return so yeah so various as i said various versions of this statement have have been thrown at me at various times in in these 30 40 years that i've been associated with arts yeah sadly yeah i guess a lot of uh, artists would relate to that and i hope we have to stop fighting that this statement at least that we reach a stage where we can pay our bills through our arts because that's the idea it should be also the idea it should be but it will take i feel like it will take some time for the world around us to evolve and be able to recognize that being an artist or being creative is also a job right it is also right. something which should sustain the artist otherwise where is he going to pay his bills for from and where will he fill his stomach from right true so you did say that you you think that you were born to be an artist and you've lived that life but just in case you were not an artist and you had to choose another profession or another career or another journey what do you think you would be doing well i am actually trained as a teacher uh, i was i trained myself as a montessori teacher and i have taught for many many years uh, simply because at at that point in time um, i really didn't think that i would be able to pursue my passion uh, and teaching was a was a compromise career option where it encompasses all aspects of creativity and the planning the the diligence the sincerity that i have as a human being it it just kind of brings in all aspects into one so yes the teaching i think that that would have that's a good one and uh, before we move on to the next segment what is your one advice to anyone any creative soul across fields whether it's theater whether it's writing whether it's painting music dance what is your one advice that you have to give to irrespective of the age whoever is listening to you and wants to pursue something on those lines what is your advice uh first advice do not fight against the grain of your very being if you are a creative person that's what you were born to be okay so it's no point in fighting that uh that urge or that 
flow. It's not even an urge, actually. It's a flow that happens for creative people, which which is very hard for the other kind of people to understand that it's not something that you're really making that much effort to do. It just comes naturally. Um, so that's one. Number two, um, the second advice, which is a very important advice I'd give is that try to find a path which satisfies the commercial aspect and the creative aspect of your art form. For example, if you're an artist, maybe pursue a graphic art or some some form of commercial understanding um, will help you to sort of find a middle path where you can. And once you, once you are able to sustain yourself, um, you know, financially, then you can, you know, venture out to just do pure passion related activity. But, but if, if, you are able to sort of educate yourself um, and grow in that area where you can convert your passion and your art into a, a you know financially viable option, a career path. That's really something which needs to be addressed very early in life. I didn't get that, and uh, I wish and I hope that people ab- people are able to um, recognize that at a particular age and are able to steer their career path towards that yeah that's that's very great advice I think a lot of us missed on and that and that's why uh, we are unable to understand the number game right now yeah. so you know, this segment is uh, this part of the podcast is called hashtag she celebrates she and it is inspired by my third and latest book which you've read already and uh, this book is not about male bashing and it's not about feminism it's just a celebration of who we are And through this uh, podcast, through these interviews, what we are trying to do is that we are trying to fix each other's crowns, as as I say, that that's Mm. what we need to do for each other. And that should be enough to, you know, kind of pull us all along. So I'm going to ask you some quick questions now. And I just want you to complete and maybe just the first thing that comes to your mind and you can keep them as short as possible. So the first question naturally comes from the title of the book. So for you, she is an unstoppable force. Wow, I love that. She can do everything if she has the right focus and attitude and education. I think everything is possible. She can't do nothing. <laughs> I, I, I like that. I think we need to do that again for all the young girls who are listening to us. You can do everything. Okay, now what I'm going to do is that I'm going to flip through the uh, copy of the book and uh, I don't know what page is going to come and what's going to come and what's whatever the first thing that comes here, I want you to just comment on that. Okay, okay. interestingly, I'm on page 143 and the title of this chapter is Let's Guilt Trap Each Other. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what was going to come. <laughs> so, yeah, what's your take on Let's Guilt Trap Each Other? What do you think the chapter is about? Though I know you've already read it, but what is your take on um, this one sentence? Yeah, I feel like we all, instead of, as you said, instead of fixing each other's crowns, we tend to pull each other down. I don't know why that is the case. Is it jealousy? Is it... um, And somehow, again, that's another common thing that I've noticed in women that we feel guilty about being achievers. We feel guilty about 
working, we feel guilty about mothering, we feel... So it's like whichever path you take, there seems to be some kind of guilt involved in that. Um, and including myself, I mean, I was for a very long time, I was a homemaker um, when my children were small. And I, you know, there were friends who would say that you should, you know, you should work. And I said, no, I can't leave my child and go and work. I can't. I mean, I just can't. Uh, but at the same time, now it's a, I don't know, it just is a mindset which has changed completely. I've really grown as a person and as an artist and as a person who works. It's it's really, as I said, it's a, she is an unstoppable force. There is nothing she can she cannot do. Nothing. Yeah. It's just about yeah. this attitude and the mindset which has to change which has to be put right we are we do much 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 more than what is expected of us and in fact beyond our capacity sometimes i feel we push ourselves too hard to prove ourselves we need not do that we need not be super women yeah we yeah. need not be let us be us and we are enough yeah, yeah. I like that. We don't have to be superwoman. And I think we need to change that narrative. We need to stop being superwoman and supermums and stop uh, glamorizing supermums and superwomen. Seriously, that's, that's a problem. Change. Yeah, that's a problem of our generation, actually, because we were trying to, you know, break off that old uh, thing and try to catch hold of the women's lib movement. And somewhere, somewhere we've lost that balance in our you know in the whole I see our children in a very different space I don't know it's like a very difficult one very difficult yeah it is okay so the last one for you is that I want you to tell me uh, you could pick names or you could just pick uh, categories or genres the five people you think who should read a book which is like she it could be names or it could be just people, you could just say, you know, brothers, sisters or something. So whatever the five people, a gender neutral question. Uh, my two daughters, Oh. <laughs> my sister-in-laws, um, yeah, my brother, husband. I mean, yeah, all, all people who are very close to me, I think they all should read it. Oh, wonderful. I think that <laughs> he's not going to read <laughs> thank you thank you so much Rashmi we'll end on this note that let's not be superwoman and let's just keep smiling and laughing like we just did right now as just us as just she that's about it